Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. On today's episode of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, I am talking all about adaptogens and super mushrooms. If you are in the wellness world or this lifestyle, you know, it's everything from like the go-to cleanses, detoxes, juice cleanses, keto, yoga. If you follow like Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop, you hear all about adaptogens and super mushrooms or powerful mushrooms. Um, So that's what this episode is going to be about. I first want to say I am not a doctor or a nutritionist, and I have not personally taken all of these. So I'm going to give my opinion on what I have taken and talk about um, my research and knowledge on them. And also, disclaimer, please forgive me if I am not pronouncing some of these right. Like I said, I have not taken all of these. These have some pretty crazy names. And yeah, so let's get into it. So first of all, what are adaptogens? They are like a certain herb or mushroom, and it's said that they can have health benefits. There's different brands, so you have to do your own research and do, you know, research it, make sure there's nothing synthetic in it. Um, I like the brands um, Moon Juice and Vega, V-E-G-A. They have a maca. We'll get into all of that. Um, I use that. So do they really work? You know, we're going to talk about all of this. Um, They're sold in teas, tinctures, powders, pills, capsules, coffees even have some in it. So there is research that adaptogens may not only help your body deal with stress more effectively, but they may also help increase the quality of life, improve longevity, and protect neurological health. There are also um, foods that have them in it. So the ones I think that are on my top list are holy basil. And many people use holy basil in, um, in stir fries or soups. It adds like a spicy peppery taste. There's ashwanga. That is, this is spelled A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-A. H-A. I've used this in smoothies and I've had teas with it in. There is also maca. Like I said, I use this in my smoothies and I cook with it and bake with it in like muffins, especially when I'm doing races. When I used to race, I don't do races anymore. When I was doing like half marathons and training for that, I'd put it in my smoothies. It gives you energy and energy boost without the jittery feeling. And Rashi, if I hope I'm pronouncing that right, I have actually tried this and I don't even know how to pronounce it. Spelled R E I S H I. 
It's a type of mushroom, and this is also in teas. They have capsules of it, and then Siberian ginseng. These are like my top that I have tried, personally tried. So we're going to go, I'm going to get to all of this, but first, what adaptogen is best for sleep? So some of these, they can trick your body into thinking it's daylight and some, you know, have a calming effect and they promote rest, relaxation, overall calmingness. Um, There's some of these like peppermint, leaf, chamomile, mugwort. Those aren't actually like adaptogens, but if you're not ready to try adaptogens yet, I recommend those. So adaptogens for sleep, ashwanga. Uh, Tulsi, T-U-L-S-I, and Urethrio, E-L-E-U-T-H-E-R-O. Again, I do not know if I'm pronouncing some of these right because I haven't tried all of them. Some questions that might pop up. Can adaptogens cause weight gain? It is said that when you do, when you are stressed or have anxiety or depression, sometimes your appetite, you don't have an appetite. So when you reduce your stress with aptogens, you reduce stress hormones and hence your appetite might come back or come back. So technically they don't make you lose or gain weight, but if your anxiety is really bad and you're not eating because of your anxiety, these will give you an appetite back. So if you lost weight, uh, you'll probably just gain the weight back you lost from not eating, if that any of this makes sense. <laughs> so is turmeric an adaptogen? Yes, it is. And I use turmeric a lot. I use it in my teas, smoothies. I sometimes put it on avocado toast or I do a ginger shot with cayenne and turmeric in it. And turmeric is already, it's already been known to treat inflammatory conditions it has inflammatory effects, and um, it's also considered an adaptogen because it can help the body to maintain the appropriate level of cortisol. Um, top adaptogens for energy. Tulsi, again, I've said this earlier, T-U-L-S-I, holy basil. That's a powerful adaptogen and can help relax the nervous system and stimulate the brain at the same time. Ashwanga is also good for this. There are people that should not take adaptogens. Um, These are people, women that are pregnant or breastfeeding and people with some autoimmune disease should ask their healthcare provider first because there are some that are safe and there are some that are not safe. So I know that ashwanga is not safe for um, people with autoimmune disease, but some are. So again, you're going to have to actually go to your doctor or physician and let them know and ask this. Um, A lot of, there's also food. So I want to say like, yes, um, adaptogens help with a lot of things, but there's also foods. So if you're not ready to do jump into the whole uh, supplement and um, try these, there's a lot of foods that are rich in magnesium, and this helps re- reduce cortisol, which helps reduce stress. And these are, you know, avocados, bananas, broccoli, dark chocolate, pumpkin seeds, and spinach. So just in case you're not ready 
get on the adaptogens bandwagon. Those are great for uh, your cortisol levels and stress and calming effect also. Uh, There's calming adaptogens that are specifically, you know, help relieve stress. And like I said before, all these can be found in supplements, tablets, powders, tonics. How, okay, here's how adaptogens work and how to use them. So each adaptogen has different effects on the body, so you have to choose which one to take. And I'm going to explain all this. So, okay, you could find a creative way to incorporate it into your routine. You could put them in oatmeal, your smoothie, teas. If they're in capsule, you know, take them with water. Then you rotate the type of adaptogen every six weeks, it said. And then you follow the product's instructions and don't overdose, you know, anything. You could do too much of anything. Um, Here are some adaptogens and their benefits I'll go over. So American ginseng, it's also called Panax, P-A-N-A-X. And this is said to boost working memory, your reaction time, it helps with calmness, and it also helps immune system support. Ashwanga is the next adaptogen I'm going to say the benefits about, and that, but the benefits of ashwanga, it reduces stress and anxiety. The next one is astragalus. I've never tried this one. It's A-S-T-R-A-G-A-L-U-S, and this is said to combat fatigue. The next one is Cordycepis. This is said to boost stamina. I've never tried that one either. Goji berry. I've eaten these berries. I've also had them in smoothies. And this is said to boost energy, your physical and mental performance. It also has a calming effect and a sense of well-being. And it can also improve sleep. Again, when I was running a lot and running half marathons, I did goji berries a lot. And I did see the benefits of that. The next one is Yoluru. Okay, I cannot even pronounce this one. Eleuthero root. Eleuthero root. Interesting. I've never even heard of this one. Okay, it improves focus and it staves off mental fatigue. The next one is licorice root. This is said to reduce stress. The next one is Rodilia rosia. Staves off physical and mental fatigue. Uh, I've never tried this one either. The next one is Mangolia Berry. I've never tried this one. It's said to boost endurance, mental performance, and working capacity. The next one is Holy Basil. I have tried this one. Reduces physical and mental stress, stress-related anxiety, and depression. Then I've never really seen the benefits of Holy Basil, to be honest. I heard it worked really well on a lot of other people, though. Turmeric. I use turmeric all the time. Boosts brain function and reduces depression and also helps with inflammation. You have to follow the instructions on the package or the tea, the tincture, the tonic, the powder, whatever it is, the form you're taking. You have to follow it carefully. Um, you know, read all the information. And each individual may react differently. So you do want to start slow and observe your own reaction because they do say there's no like um, 
side effects unless you are allergic or you have an allergic reaction. So you need to be careful and mindful of that. You want to find a method that works for you and how to incorporate it into your routine. So either like, say you take it in capsule form, you would take it with your vitamins and supplements, probably with food, or if you're going to do it, add it to a smoothie. If it's a powder, if it's a tea, you would, you know, steep your tea and do it that way. You also want to time your adaptogens right because some are more effective in the morning, some are more effective at nighttime and have a sedative effect. So you need to be mindful of that. If you're using it after six weeks and your your body should be benefiting from it. And, uh, you know, as with anything, they're not a cure-all. It's not a substitute for talk therapy, going to a counselor, going to a psychiatrist, going to a psychologist, being on antibiotics and medicine, it's not the cure-all substitute for everything. So you need to be extremely mindful of that. So again, the ones I have tried, ashwanga, and it that's known as a power, powerful herb in the um, Ayurvedic healing. And it's said to be like the, it helps with fatigue, but it's also said to be the, um, oh, I can't think of that right now. Like, you know, good for like anxiety and all that too. Um, And then Rashi, that is also supposed to help with occasional stress. Um, So now we'll talk a little bit about uh, mushrooms and, you know, powerful mushrooms. So do mushroom supplements really work? Um, I'm sure if you are listening to this, you've heard some like lion's mane or turkey tail maybe. Uh, Again, I'm doing a disclaimer. I've not tried a lot of these. I've done research and I, I just lion's mane and turkey tail look disgusting to me and I like mushrooms, but I haven't really taken them and I haven't uh, taken any supplement with it in it. I have tried reshi. Um, yeah, I'll just go through this. So there are a lot of benefits and it said like there's benefits with helping cancer patients and there's research that observe like it helps with blood supply to the tumors and it's a superfood. They're high in antioxidants, packed with vitamins and minerals and it is gaining popularity uh, so it's said to boost your immune system and also give your skin healthy glow. It keeps your heart healthy. So that's why, you know, it's becoming really popular. All right. So, you know, there's a list that are the edible mushrooms and you can eat them, um, cook them and eat them. But then a lot come in powders, just like the adaptogens. They come in powders or tinctures or teas or coffees. So chaga mushroom, it is also adaptogen. So it helps your body naturally adapt to occasional stress. It's traditionally used to support the skin, immune system, healthy digestion, and the body's natural cleansing process. There's also cordycipus mushroom, and cordycipus is also an adaptogen. 
So it helps with healthy response to occasional stress. Also, it is said to give you energy and stamina. It helps support um, healthy healing at the cellular cellular level, lung health, sexual health, and kidney health. Um, Lion's mane. Lion's mane is a popular one that a lot of people hear when they are start getting into mushrooms. And these are not psychedelic mushrooms also. These are like health mushrooms. Um, and this one, Lion's Mane is said to help memory and cognitive function. I've never tried Lion's Mane. It is, oh, it's also said to help with digestive support and nourish your brain and supports the production of nerve growth. May take mushroom is the next one. And that is M-A-I-T-A-K-E mushroom. And this one is traditionally used to support uh, the nervous system, digestive system again, immune system, and cardiovascular health. It is also supports the liver and your blood sugar levels to keep it help keep it in a normal, healthy range. The next one is Mashima mushroom. And this is traditionally used to support women's health and the immune system. What else? Rushy mushroom. That's an adaptogen also. So it supports your body's natural, natural occasional stress. It's said to help support the immune system, cardiovascular again, the nervous system, liver and kidney health, and it helps with sleep and relaxation shiitake mushroom. I'm sure everyone's heard of shiitake because you could actually like buy this at a normal grocery store. And this is packed with nutrition, vitamin Bs and vitamin D. It helps support immune system, your liver and cardiovascular health. And I buy shiitake a lot now, not just like button mushrooms or portabella. I try to get oyster mushrooms, shiitake mushrooms, Another one, I can't think of it. Um, And there's also tremella mushroom. And this supports healthy skin, cognitive function, and a healthy metabolism, immune system, cellular health, lung, kidney, and liver health. So, and it also has um, gut health. And then there's turkey tail. And turkey tail offers support for gut health and the immune system and liver health. So... These are some of the super mushrooms. Also, always talk to your doctor, especially if you are pregnant or nursing. You always want to talk to your doctor about any of these, especially if they you're not eating it like from a grocery store and cooking it. If you're buying it in powders, capsules, supplements, teas, tinctures, tonics, always do your research. Make sure it's coming from from a reputable company and uh, you know just like I said with the adaptogens it's not a cure-all for everything but there's so much talk of these now and it's becoming like more mainstream so I wanted to do a podcast episode about it again I am not a doctor and I personally haven't tried all of these so I'm just giving my opinion on the ones I've tried and uh, my knowledge and research from studying all this. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone that also might 
enjoy it and think it's helpful, share it on social media, tag me, and make sure you subscribe to my podcast channel to stay up to date and leave a rating and review. As always, have a great day.